I'll be honest, y'all. Twitch messed up. Some ex-Twitch staff has actually come out and talked about their experience at the platform, and it is not good. So what we're going to do in this episode is we're going to go through their experiences. This is based on a gamesindustry.biz article, which I'll talk a little bit more about. Oh, it is not pretty, but we got to be informed, so let's do it. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is for you. Welcome back to the Stream Coach Podcast. I'm so excited to have you with me today. This is a companion podcast episode for a YouTube video that is going live later today if you are listening to this on release day or is already on the YouTube channel if you're listening to it after release day, which is about something that happened at Twitch. So a lot of us know, some of us don't, Twitch had its own little Me Too moment in the summer of 2020. So this was a moment where a lot of women were coming out about sexual assault stories and things that they had experienced within the gaming industry. And this is not uncommon. This has happened across many different industries. So it really was time for this to happen in gaming. In fact, I said, I think a a couple of years ago that gaming was going to have its own Me Too moment and that it was just a matter of time. And of course, it done went and happened because I mean I don't think that you have to be really (laughs) that smart to be able to call that this was going to occur but it did occur and as a uh, result of that Me Too moment a former Twitch employee approached an organization called gamesindustry.biz and wanted to come forward with some allegations of like sexism, racism, and just abuse and exploitation. And this person said that they had gone through a lot and Games Industry Biz listened to the this woman's story and also the story of 16 other people who came out about Twitch as a company. So these were all either ex-staff or current staff and talked about their experience working for Twitch as a platform. Now, I'm going to talk a little bit about this article, but I don't want this article to make you feel like Twitch as a company is useless or not good and that you need to leave it. Okay, that's the last thing that I want you to do with this um, with this information that you're about to receive. More so, I want to open you up to the experiences that other people are having and maybe give you some insight into how you can improve your own community based on the information that you're going to hear from this article. Twitch is not perfect, right? Like, we all want it to be. We all wish that it could be. Unfortunately, it just isn't. It really, really is not a perfect place. It's not going to be a perfect place to work. It has a lot of problems, just like many other tech companies or Silicon Valley companies have. It has culture problems, and it's going to because it's very difficult whenever a an organization is very big and very successful to not hire people who are... Uh, even just a little bit problematic, right? Like it's it's normal for that to seep through at some point. So 
We're going to talk a, a little bit about that, but I do want to let you know some of these allegations are pretty old, so some of these aren't really things that are currently happening anymore. Um, the article does say that since Twitch bought Amazon that there was quite a bit of professionalism that has been introduced to the company, and since that point, people have been taken a little bit more seriously. Of course, there's this whole HR department, and they have systems and stuff in place now to be able to deal with these problems. However, there are still some very real issues that need to be addressed. So basically this article follows uh, or starts with this one employee who comes forward with those allegations of sexism, racism, and abuse. And then they follow it up with 16 employees. So you get basically 16 different perspectives of ways that uh, people were treated within the platform. One person said no one took women seriously and that she felt like it was a boys club. She said there was a definite bias, a definite sense that females and males were different and females weren't given the same opportunities. They were prey. They also said that uh, one early employee recalled an atmosphere of casual sexism in the office that ranged from ignorance to outright misogyny. Another said it was common to hear women referred to as bitches. So, not great. Like, definitely I would not be feeling very safe within that work environment. And I'll be honest with y'all, whenever I was reading this, I was furious. Absolutely furious. It goes on to say the women on the platform were held to extreme standards and it was always blamed on them if they used sexuality as marketing and it was deeply degrading. Women streamers were routinely called boob streamers by men in the office. One employee recalled instances of male co-workers joking about streamers sleeping with people to get favors or slut shaming them. And this is horrible. I mean, it's, it's not new though, right? Like as... Uh, women, if you're a woman listening to this, you have experienced people who have come into your stream who have like objectified you or if you have literally ever shown any skin on your chest at all, you've probably been called some kind of name or degraded in a way that you probably didn't want to be degraded in that way. So this is not something that's super new, but to hear it happens within the culture of the work environment at Twitch is pretty shocking because the thing is we can't expect a culture on Twitch to develop that is the antithesis of what is happening within the Twitch company culture itself. Company culture always is going to seep out into the external culture that the company is impacting or in charge of creating. And Twitch in this article says that their job is to create communities. And the thing is, if their job is to create communities, the last thing that they should be doing is making people feel unsafe, especially such a large demographic like women, right? Yes, there are a lot of men on the platform, but since, I, man, since I've joined the platform, 2012, 2013, there have become, there have been more and more and more women joining ever since then. And it seems that like singling women out or making them feel uncomfortable, like that is not smart to do because that's, I, that's a major portion of your viewership base that you're basically, um, you're, you're basically calling slutty or you're degrading them. And that's just, that's not going to work 
whenever you are trying to build communities. If that's your responsibility, you have to realize that there are communities of all shapes and sizes and all different colors and all different like gender spectrum, all that. There are tons of different types of people and you have to be uh, you have to be inclusive of all of them unless they are causing harm to others, of course. Uh, there is one specific instance where it talks about a streamer called Casey Tron. So if you're familiar with Casey Tron, she's known as like a major, major troll. When you first see her, she looks like a quote unquote booby streamer where she would wear a lot of low cut shirts and she would act like a quote unquote stupid gamer girl. But she does this all out of, um, oh gosh, what's the word? She does this all as a, uh, I, I don't, it's not spite, but it's like satire. So her stream is completely satirical. And she's all about taking that gamer girl stereotype and kind of using it against the trolls who try and place that on women. And one employee was actually involved in moderation, was thinking about Caseytron, an experience that they had had with uh, people who were commenting about her within the office. And they said that there was an abundance of concern when she started becoming popular on Twitch while wearing low cut tops. They said it was one of those rare moments where some of the guys just came out with it and were honest. They said, this woman is a problem because she's showing too much cleavage and we need to come up with a way that doesn't bend our rules but allows us to get her off the website. And that's majorly problematic. That's incredibly problematic because you are trying to remove a person who is not causing any harm just because you are uncomfortable with the way that they present themselves. But she wasn't hurting anyone. She was actually standing up for women in a very interesting satirical way. So there are a lot more stories about how women felt threatened and they felt harmed and they felt like uh, Twitch was working to minimize the, the complaints that people had at the platform. But then it goes on to talk about racists. So someone says Twitch has a woman problem. I don't know if there are enough people who would also see that Twitch also has a racial and ethnic minority problem as well. Hate speech was dismissed as teenagers being edgy and that's not as serious. It's almost like it was dismissed as not being real racism. One employee said racism was accepted within the company, recalling one former executive making repeated racist comments to an Asian woman on the team. Another early employee said people within the company had to fight for a year to get the N-word on the global ban list. Streamers also were expected to moderate their own chats and could ban individuals from their channel, so it was not seen as the responsibility of the platform to police behavior. This is so bad. So bad. Because what you're doing is you're saying that it's okay to say the N-word, but the responsibility of that falls on the streamer itself, okay? So in some communities, it's not gonna be okay, but in some communities, it's gonna be okay to say the N-word? Like, really? Really, Twitch? Come on, should we allow the N-word on your platform? Like, you know, if you go to, um, let's say I, I had a meeting recently with a friend who works in the UK somewhere, I'm not entirely sure where, but where he works, within the country that he works in, wherever it is, you can be arrested for saying that the Holocaust didn't happen. 
arrested. Like, they do not play, y'all. And Twitch is still wondering whether or not people should be allowed to say the N-word on their website or just ban it globally? That's crazy to me. Now, it does, it does say that they had to fight for a year to get the N-word on the global ban list, and it is now on the global ban list, but there are obviously ways around that, and big yikes. Twitch's representative emphasized that it is not a free speech platform, noting that it rules banning hateful content, uh, noting that it has rules banning hateful content, language, and behavior. They also said we have taken and continue to take aggressive action to curtail hurt hate speech and harassment on Twitch, including issuing permanent bans. So there are some things which are relatively old, but we still have to be aware that this is happening, okay? Because I will say that things on Twitch have gotten quite a bit more woke, as some people like to call it, uh, in the last couple of years, but that wasn't always the case. Twitch very much felt like you had to be a specific kind of person in order to get ahead. They seem to be a lot more inclusive now. It seems to be like the cool thing to to be a, a marginalized person on Twitch. But this wasn't always the case. Like people have fought for years and years and years to make this happen. The last thing that we want is to go the other direction. And I talk about this in the YouTube video, but this comes down to the idea of success and whether or not, um, and who is actually capable of success on Twitch's platform, right? Because a lot of streamers, especially if you are, let's say like a white dude and you're a streamer, I see so many white guys who feel a little threatened whenever we start to give more attention to POCs, LGBT, women, etc. Because they are viewing success as something that is finite. Whenever you view success as something that is finite, you think that when other people are successful, that it means that you are less likely to have success for yourself. And that's not cool. Like, we don't want our white dude streamers to feel like they can't be a success just because all of a sudden, like, POCs, women, and LGBTQ are starting to get support. That's not what it's about. It's about making sure that everyone can be successful together. And success is not a finite resource because if POCs, women, LGBT, everybody else, and white guys and men in general are all creating content that is so good that everyone starts to become majorly successful, that's gonna pull in more viewers to Twitch and away from YouTube or out of the park or out of like all of these other places that people who could potentially be on Twitch are, but they aren't on Twitch yet because they just don't have content there that's for them because for the longest time it's only been gaming content and it's really only been white guys who have been majorly successful. Of course there are examples of people who are not within that demographic who have seen a lot of success, right? Like awesome, great, like we want everybody to be successful, but when there are more successful people and different types of content and lots of stuff happening on Twitch, that makes Twitch a place where more people can come because there's more representation for different types of people that would be interested in watching the stuff that is being created on Twitch now. So that's why we want POCs, LGBT, and women 
and every other marginalized group to be successful and to get a lot of attention. And that might mean right now that those people need a lot more support than the average white dude, right? Which I, I get can feel like maybe you're not getting the attention that you feel that you deserve. However, it is super important because ultimately they're going to pull in some viewership that you can't simply because of who they are. And whenever they pull more viewers to the platform, that means more advertisers, that means more money for Twitch, that means more features for you, more employees for Twitch, and hopefully more money into diversity and inclusivity initiatives for Twitch, so that keeps growing. And ultimately, that's great for the white dude streamers because y'all are getting a better platform, more viewership platform wide. Some of that viewership is going to roll back into your stream as well, assuming you are someone who is supportive of these groups and you align yourselves with them. Like, you only stand to benefit whenever all of these other people become successful. And so that's why it's so important that we care about what Twitch's culture is like because their culture is going to impact ours. It's going to impact who is allowed to be successful on the platform. So we have to make sure that Twitch as a company is allowing everyone to be successful and that all of the people that are currently in places of success are supporting the people who deserve to be there as well but who just haven't had a chance yet so that Twitch ultimately grows and everyone is, you know, we're all like richer and have more friends because of it. Like that's an awesome life. So that is the article, y'all. There's a lot more that goes into it. This is like a 30 to 45 minute read. I'm not even kidding you. It is huge. They talk about, let's see, party time. So invite only company parties. Um, they talk about uh, user safety not guaranteed. So this is talking about how someone actually, trigger warning for like suicide here, someone actually broadcast their suicide on Twitch or on Justin TV. This was a while ago. This was like 2008. Um, they talk about uh, transphobia, they talk about moderation, they talk about horror, and so much more, okay? So I definitely recommend you go and check it out. I'll leave a link to it in the show notes if I remember, because I might not. <laughs> but if I don't, you can find this on gamesindustry.biz, and then you just search for like Twitch racism, and it's going to be the first article that comes up. It's going to be Twitch staff call the company out on sexual assault, racism, and more. And so this is something that's really, I think it's important that you educate yourself on uh, how Twitch works on the back end and what their company culture is like, because as someone who is building a company culture, I can tell you it is so, so, so important to how your employees act and the success that you see and the, um, the day-to-day of everything that happens, which is ultimately going to affect you as a streamer. Happy Twitch employees mean a happier experience for you, and that's why it's important that you're educated on this. And also, so you can, um, you can continue to hold Twitch accountable as they have requested us to do. Okay, make sure you go and watch the YouTube video if you haven't already at youtube.com slash ashneychrist. And I will see you all in the next one. I love you so much. Bye.